In conversation next with Auditor General Zakani Maluleke, who is calling on government to urgently build a culture of accountability to improve the state of local governance and service delivery in municipalities. She says many municipalities are failing on almost every matrix of good governance and integrity and local governance in characterized by crumbling municipal infrastructure and financial mismanagement. She presented her consolidated general report on the local government audit outcomes for the financial year 2021-2022. Only 38 municipalities out of the 257 achieved clean audits and municipalities raked up 4.74 billion rand in fruitless and wasteful expenditure and 25 billion rand in unauthorized expenditure. And the Auditor General now joining us on the line. AG, good afternoon and thank you so much for making time for us. Good afternoon, Alvin, and good afternoon to your listeners. Thank you for having me on the show. Thanks once again. Uh, let's first start off with some of the notable improvements um, in the audit opinions that have come out. Yes, I think it's useful to do that. Um, we've seen, first of all, a number of clean orders that were maintained year on year. We often say that it's difficult to attain a clean audit and uh, even more difficult to, to maintain it. Um, so it's pleasing to see the great number of clean audits that have been sustained every year, which tells us that the things we keep um, highlighting as being the very basics of how a public institution ought to operate are indeed doable. Another part of the good news on the story is that uh, we've seen a number of uh, non-submissions being corrected. Uh, last year, we said that there were a number of municipalities that were not submitting financial statements. Uh, that seems to be um, on the track towards being eradicated, uh, with a number of submissions already being dealt with. Um, we've also seen a number of disclaimers of audit opinion, which is that worst audit opinion that one can get. Um, some, quite a few of them, reversing from clean audit, uh, from disclaimers of audit opinions uh, to to something slightly better. Um, at least nine of them moved out of that disclaimer zone into mostly uh, qualified audit opinions, uh, which puts them into a much better category and uh, with ongoing attention, they should be able to keep improving towards better governance and ultimately delivery. And when we look at the number of municipalities um, that have received uh, clean audits uh, and also looking at uh, municipalities that are in good standing, uh, municipalities that sustain clean audit status and uh, the number of years that um, that uh, presentation with the Western Cape once again leading there with 19. And I also then looked at when it comes to consultants. And once again, with the consultants as well, um, the Western Cape, just after the Free State, spend the least amount of money when it comes to consultants or reliance on consultants. Is there any correlation between um, the employment of consultants and also the audit outcomes? Because interestingly, the Western Cape, once again, as I said, the highest number of municipalities with clean audits, but then the Western Cape also on the other end, is one of the two provinces that don't rely heavily on consultants. You know, well spotted, Aldrin. There's an absolutely clear correlation between the two. Clean audits and those that where there's been uh, maintenance of clean audits um, are a result of the basic disciplines being observed year on year, where controls are being, have been institutionalized where there's ongoing monitoring of what happens in terms of record keeping, in terms of reconciliations right throughout the year. Where consultants are used, even by those um, better run municipalities, is to supplement um, some of the, perhaps there's a, there's a temporary vacancy in a row, or there is a particularly level, a particularly 
challenging technical aspect that needs to be um, outsourced. And then it's, again, a, a very specific need that's being dealt with through the use of consultants. Because we've said that using consultants is not the problem in and of itself. The issue we've been raising is disclosure reliance. So what you're seeing is in the uh, better run municipalities, the spend on consultants is much lower and there's actual um, cost effectiveness in terms of what and, and the value that they get out of consultants. The, the badly run municipalities who over rely on using consultants every single year to do their very basics end up with this very costly intervention that really does not deliver ongoing sustained value for the municipality. So there's absolute correlation. Far too many municipalities get consultants to do the very basics, even though they have people employed to do the job at hand. So it's a question of competence. The people that are there don't have the skills that they should. It's a question of discipline and ongoing monitoring throughout the course of the year. And it's a question of making sure that when consultants are brought on board, value will be derived because their their scope is clear, they are appointed on time, and um, the work that they deliver is being monitored. When you don't have proper discipline, you're going to overspend on consultants and not get the value. So how do we fix it? Um, do we say that there should be a cap on the amount um, that's spent by a municipality on consultants, or do we do a skills audit to find out whether the people that have been employed by the municipality are actually fit for purpose? You know, the, the very first thing we've got to do is make sure that the people who lead municipalities have the basic competence that's required at the council level as well as the level of administration. The council must also be seized with hiring people to lead the administration. That's starting with the municipal manager, the CFO, the head of supply chain, etc. They've got to make sure that they appoint people of competence and people that are going to be given space to do their work. Short of that, Sorting out, this is now I'm saying, short, sorting out the leadership of municipalities. Short of that, we're not going to win the battle of building strong institutions. If we put a limit on saying thou shalt use X amount for, for consultants, we're going to be back here because outcomes will regress. We're going to still have consultants being used for the wrong thing, and then people are just going to keep to the limit that we shared. There is absolutely no other recipe than to start with leadership at the top of the municipality and making sure that it is characterized by competence and diligence and a posture that says they are going to build the institution because then they will hire the right people, they will hold them accountable when they don't perform. Is Twane um, a concern for you at all as the Auditor General considering that they have regressed once again and also um, that they are part of the municipalities who said that um, they may face um, a situation where they don't have the ability to operate in future? Twani is one of the eight metros um, and it's the only one that has an adverse audit opinion, meaning that the financials that they gave us could not be relied upon. We were unable to confirm to our individual independent audit assessment as the office of the AG that those financials are credible. We've also highlighted a number of management problems and, and internal controls weaknesses at the time. So Twani is one of those big municipalities that should concern all of us because the audit outcome that we issued at the end of last financial year um, was the culmination of a number of years of weaknesses that continued to be ignored by the leadership of the, of the city and then the audit outcome went backwards. And that does correlate with the service delivery issues, with the infrastructure maintenance issues. 
basic disciplines that should be observed by a city that can and pay it can attract talent and pay for it. Is Swane too big though? Too big to manage because it is the biggest. It is the biggest municipality, biggest metro that we have in the country in terms of landscape as well. Um, and I sometimes wonder that whether the merger was the right idea because year in year out again, Twane is regressing. Could that uh, be one of the elements yes. that perhaps that you have observed that the auditors have observed that it's difficult to manage this metro? We've not made that assessment. Um, fortunately, that sits in, in the realm of, of another public institution, specifically the Municipal Democratication Board. Um, we wouldn't have been able to make that assessment. What we look at is whether or not those basic disciplines of planning for what the city must do and monitoring those things, that is in place. And our assessment is that those disciplines are not in place. And we place all of that responsibility um, in the hands of the leadership, the combination yep. of, the, of the political and the leadership at administrative level. And, and this audit report also comes after the local government elections, a number of hung municipalities, and the instability of those hung municipalities. Do those at all contribute to um, the regression that we're seeing in some municipalities and also the failure to maintain clean audits? Yes, indeed. What we saw was that um, following the elections, a number of municipal councils took some time to stabilize at the political leadership level uh, and also took some time to stabilize the, the leadership of the administration. And that's one of the reasons why you see in our report we highlight that a number of municipalities had vacancies at municipal manager level as well as vacancies at CFO level. Um, it's absolutely crucial that we work towards professionalizing the local government sphere. In fact, together with all of the other, other spheres of government, it's crucial that we build a professional public service that's characterized by stability at the administrative level, uh, by competence and by good ethics. So that they, the, the people appointed to lead the administration of, of public institutions they must have the competence, the space, the tenure to do their work, regardless of the shifts that come through political events. Would the Auditor General make any submission on a proposal to put in legislation in place um, to deal with coalitions and make them more fixed? That's not quite the competence of, of the AG. Uh, what we can do is indicate the impact of instability uh, at political leadership level. Uh, what we can also indicate is um, the type of interventions that should be put in place to ensure that the council, whomever is appointed to that council, um, uh, is really a result in a council that's got the competence that's required to execute on the functions of given in law. Thank you so much for your time. Auditor General there, Zakani Maluleke, 38 municipalities out of 257 um, that got the clean audits. And then also the city of Tuane. Hey, the city of Tuane um, continuously regressing. And now um, they have they were one of uh, the municipalities, um, 29% of the 241 um, that have indicated um, that they're in such a dire state that they had to disclose significant doubt about their ability to fully operate in the future. And again, the direct correlation to service delivery.